The benefits of playing infinite games. This also seems like an idea that's fairly well trodden by many other people, but I have found that taking that information, repurposing in my own framework, and then sharing that out still has some value. So, infinite games or a long-term view seems to be something that. You know, it's pretty well established as a better way to go about business and life. It's just not taught and not repeated in a common fashion. However, there are some things that run against it, and I am going to address those as well. So, if we look at two big business titans like Jeff Bezos and Warren Buffett, they both seem to hold to the long-term view. And that long-term view seems to make a lot of decisions that we would normally find rational less appealing. So, for example, Warren Buffett, because he takes such a long-term view, he picks stocks and doesn't really try to find the cheapest because he knows long-term his returns are going to be better. It also allows him to、um, avoid the volatility of the market because he has taken a long-term view. On what's going to、uh, return capital, and、um, it also reduces a lot of the trading fees and the churn、um, in his approach, and it also、um, probably contributes to his approach of picking very、uh, diligently. He knows that he's going to hold something for a long time, generally, so he'll、uh, spend more time in the due diligence. Now, has this turned out to actually be true? Um, I don't know. I think there have been reports of holdings where he bought one year, and then you know a year later he started to sell a good percentage of it off. So it's obviously not something that he holds to forever. But the point is, it's a very good point of view, which is try to find things that are going to go in the long term.、Um, Jeff Bezos had a super brilliant approach to his long term view,、um, both in treating investors. And in you know planning what it is in the future, and so one of those famously is、um, try to bet on things that he knows for sure will happen in the long term. So he said he's pretty certain that customers will always prefer lower prices rather than higher prices. So he felt he could build a business that constantly had lower prices. He would continue to win in the long term. Um, by investing in、um, uh, more inventory, he believed the more in- customers will always prefer more choice and more selection than less, and so he designed a way to have, you know, more inventory. This long-term view, I think, also allowed him to think、um, in terms of making. Um, bigger investments, including those that may run the company at a loss, with the view that it will be long-term、um, profitable, and so I think that also benefited him. Taking that long view made it very hard for any competitors to really displace him, and I think it also had ability to、uh, zoom out and pick things that were more strategic. So. Clearly, there are benefits to being able to have this long-term term view. I think in life, that's also one of the ways a long-term view, which I have tried to do, and it 
it, realizing, I'll talk further about the challenges are then things like, well, trying to make decisions that are beneficial for keeping the relationship or keeping relationships long term. The challenge is if the other person doesn't think that way, then you may think longer term, but the person only thinks short term, then arguably you're going to lose out. So here's where it becomes interesting that I've been thinking about it is, well, maybe it's okay. Maybe the long-term view says that's a better way to do it. And I've been thinking more and more that perhaps that is, in fact, true. Um, so what are the implications if one truly takes a very long-term view? Well, one is returns on giving. Like you spend your time, you let someone go for... Uh, money that they owe you. Um, the long-term view says, well, over time, is that really going to be costly? Even if the relationship doesn't yield anything, is it long-term going to be better? And um, one way to look at it is the value of the money loss decreases over time. And you could say that if the relationship is preserved somehow long-term, there still might be some benefit. Um the thing may turn around. You might have serendipity. There, there might be various things which happen. So, uh, you know, I've been thinking a little bit about that and seeing, okay, maybe that's a good way to just look at it. Um, it also frames the question of, okay, long term, how can I continue to make these relationships yield serendipity? Um and so I've been really struggling to think about how do you continue to, to do that. That's a very hard mechanism. Um, and I think the best is to stay top of mind, being connected with people. And for a while, social media um, has been that way. So LinkedIn and Facebook, knowing that people are checking it. Um, I've always wanted to like do a newsletter to do that. And... Um, I don't know. Maybe there's got to be some way to continue to do that. I, I don't I don't really know. Um, I'm still struggling to figure that out. Open to hear what other people think. But to me, that's kind of my take on the long view. So some of the detractors of this might be you can't have always a long view if um, – you yourself have a short runway. So playing long-term views where um, you're not going to run, you're going to run out of at-bats obviously isn't a game you want to play. And that's come from the small bets community. So long views are good, but you need some baseline to keep you running at-bats. So um to me, kind of like sort of the life approach would be finding ways to think long view, to have some bare minimum sustenance, and then a way to have a lot of at-bats. The second part of the long view is to really think, well, how does one have lots of at-bats? And we've talked about the different kinds of at-bats. So one of them is um, an algorithm is of always giving. How do you continue to put stuff out there? And so I'm seeing, well, content and having a system to be constantly putting stuff out there that's valuable to people uh, seems to be a very good long-term game. Even though everybody else is playing it, the question is how many people are willing to play 
in the long term and how much of it is actually valuable that that those two things seem to like be the questions to be always like asking and iterating on um the third one also sort of in design is how can one get to a place where um bare survival is guaranteed so it could be saving and investing till you have um, a nut and then put that in a very safe place and then you know that you can draw on that and then you just play the infinite games of of trying different things um, or you have a very base quasi-passive source of income that you just keep keep working at um, it could also make the case for um, working at jobs that may not pay as much as everybody else, but they give you some kind of base sustenance. It seems to me the primary lesson, um, if you want to play those games, is to have something that you can play as your own game in the long term. And the best probably is as early in one's career to find that side gig that can give minimum sustenance. And then the second part is to find the infinitely self-generative thing. Again, it's, it's probably content. It's the lowest cost thing that you can do that adds value to everybody else and that you can give away for free.